Welcome back, all sports fans. This is Uneducated Sports Talk, the podcast hosted by myself, Carlos Clayton. Once again, I want to thank you guys, whether you're listening via the radio or Spotify or on the Anchor app or iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. I want to thank you guys for being great listeners and making the show better and better every single chance that we get. Breaking news. We will talk about Robert Kraft and his naughtiness that is going on and how it affects himself, the New England Patriots, and the sport of football, the actual National Football League. We'll break all that down uh, and, and much more on this episode 14. That's right. Episode 14 of Uneducated Sports Talk, the podcast. Thank you guys once again. I'm your host, Carlos Clayton. Let's get down into it. Robert Kraft, man, what can we say about the guy? It's come down. It is official, ladies and gentlemen. He has not one, but two counts of basically um, solicitation of prostitution. Not one count, but two counts. There was this thing going on in Florida. And, uh, yeah, they got to operating for a good month. And they seen a lot of rich dudes go down there. Robert Kraft is one of those rich dudes. The news leaked out today what went down and what time and how and who. We'll tell you this. He went to an Asian, Asian spa. I mean, let's keep it real. That's where the best places are, right? But, no, he went to an Asian spa and... Uh, yeah, he did some things. A lot of oral stuff going on. Um, for those who don't know what oral is, I'm not going to talk about it. He went there roughly 11 o'clock a.m. before the AFC championship game. That tells you football really wasn't on his mind in that morning. <laughs> it, and he, I mean, he was at the game in Kansas City. Now I want to go back on my TiVo. Watch the game. I just want to see, like, pictures of him in the, in the uh, press box. I just want to see, like, video of him in the press box. Like, see how happy he was the whole entire game. Did he get an extra boost? I'm not here. It, it might seem I'm here being a comedic, but all seriousness, this is very dangerous. Because not only is Robert Kraft a part of this, but sex trafficking may be a part of this as well. And we don't know how deep it really gets but I promise you we will find out now Robert Kraft's people lawyers businessmen they're gonna do what they always do for a rich billionaire oh he didn't do it he didn't do it they'll say he didn't do it until someone uh, I don't know TMZ leaks out the nasty footage of Robert Kraft with a female doing some things and a massage parlor we'll break down what the NFL should do or if I was the NFL, what I would do. We'll break down that in, in just a little bit. But he didn't go there just once. He went there twice. In less than 24 hours, ladies and gentlemen, this is the New England Patriots owner. For all of New England's glorious dynasty, and they've been a dynasty, they've been the best dynasty, in my opinion, in NFL history. 
nine Super Bowl appearances under Kraft. I believe maybe ten. Then no, he no, he it, it wasn't ten. It was just nine. Or was it ten? Yeah, ten appearances from Kraft. Nine by Tom Brady. Here's my thing though, for all of their glory, for all the Patriots have done since 2001 to now 2019. There's been scrutiny on top of scrutiny on top of scrutiny. Now we're starting to see that it's from the ownership up to the ball boys down. And I would hate for that to tarnish the Patriots dynasty, but they've already done enough. Can we recap it? All right, the tuck rule, which wasn't really their fault, but it's the reason why the dynasty started. The dynasty started from a fluke play. It did. It honestly did. I mean, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. But it's not the Patriots' fault. They just they just did what they had to do to win the game. All right. Then they get Spygate. Yes, Bill Belichick spying on defenses and getting plays. Got caught. But they won the Super Bowl. I mean, you can't take the Super Bowl back. I thought the NFL should have took it back. But then again, that'll put a kind of a asterisk on the Super Bowl, and nobody really wants that. So I understand why they didn't do it. But if I'm running the league, I'm doing an asterisk. I'm a, trying to find a way because you can't cheat and win. And then you get caught cheating, and you're still known as the winner. So Spygate's come and go, and then we got Deflategate. Now, that was kind of, you know, bogus to me to kind of BS to Deflategate. Yeah, the balls were a little deflated, but I think they would have killed that coach team by 30 regardless. So, but then again, the deflate gate is still somewhat cheating. It's cold environment. The more loose-goosey the ball is, the better grip you get, the better or easier it is for Robinson's catch. So I understand that part. My thing is, from top to bottom, now you get the owner, Robert Kraft, and who's been part of this man this 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 police raid they've been spying on this parlor forever now and uh, and there's been about 10 parlors that have been shut down in the Florida area so I believe they caught a total of 62 people involved and I like 23 of them were like big name guys I won't go into everybody's name but there's some there are some rich guys let's just say that this guy from the a former PGA Tour player uh, a lot of businessmen, including Robert Kraft himself. I heard someone say, hey, you know what? Robert Kraft, if you see him, that'll be the last thing you think of him doing. Is it me or am I just a little bit different? See, when I see a rich white billionaire, and no offense to the rich white billionaires out there, because there are a few rich black billionaires, but if I say rich white billionaire, the first thing I'm thinking of is, oh, you can get away with murder if you wanted to. That's that's how I think. That's how I think of rich white billionaires. Oh, you can get away with murder if you really wanted to. You're worth $6 billion. Count them up, $6 billion. I pray to God if I even see $20 million in my life. I'll be very content. He's got six billion with a B.
Robert Kraft is the guy. All those owners, like I think of the worst when it comes down to rich, like stupid rich people. Can you imagine the parties? <laughs> that's what that's what I'm thinking. Like, so Robert Kraft is putting himself out there. Yeah, he's with the rap gang. He's with Meek Mills. Uh, he's with Cardi B's. He's cool with Snoop Dogg, but he's also cool with the President Trump as well. So he's got to keep that image as well. He's got to stay tight with President Trump. Who President Trump was cool with all the artists, the rap artists back in the day. Name me a track in the 2000s where somebody didn't have Trump's name in it. But Trump's does, you know, his, his stuff. We don't want to get into politics because that's just another story. But I'm just saying, think about it. He's in that life. He's living that life. Meek Mills gave him a championship uh, chain. A chain that said championship. And he was, he was, no, he's got swag. He's got Air Force One shoes. Robert Kraft is that dude. But also, I know that dude is a rich white billionaire. Six billion dollars. He is the first person I would think of to do stuff like this. Now, usually, they don't get caught. But this time, something happened. There's no denying it because there is video proof out there. The lawyers can deny that they're supposed to deny it. They're supposed to try and get it away. Somehow, someway, Robert Kravitz thinking I will pay somebody off to for someone to not see this videotape. What a shame he has put on not only himself, the Patriots organization, but worst of all, his wife. Everyone wants to talk about his family and the NFL and the, and, and the Patriots. Damn that. I'm thinking about being a family man, a husband under God. Call it how you want. And, you know, but I'm thinking about the next time I see him and his wife together, smiling, looking all fake. In the back of my mind, I'm saying, lady, you just there for the money. And that's a shame. It's a shame. Now, I don't know what the NFL is going to do. But I'll give you some suggestions in a few minutes about what I would do if I were the NFL. But Robert Kraft has put a shame onto all his peers. He's not one, he's not just an owner, he is one of the owners of the NFL. When you talk about the Rooney family in Pittsburgh, when you talk about Jerry Jones in Dallas, and then you talk about Robert Kraft in New England. Those are the guys that speak a lot. And those are the guys that kind of galvanize the ownership. They kind of rally the troops, you know what I'm saying? And now the guy that you're looking up to or you respect the most is the guy doing the most dirt. He's doing the most dirt. You're 77 years old. Why are you doing this kind of stuff? I mean, he's probably done it a bazillion times in his life. He's never got caught. <laughs> so, I mean, he's been a billionaire for a long time. He can do that. So he's a billionaire, but he... It's like you're a billionaire, but you give $100 tips. Don't wrong, he did it twice. I mean, it's $200, but a billionaire, like, when you just get like $1,000, that, that's just my opinion. That's just, I mean, I don't know how much money he actually gave, old girl. None of my business, I guess. But the same that you put in an organization that's already been uh, messed with already. 
from the tuck roof, from Spygate, Deflategate. And you are gonna, you gonna keep doing this to jeopardize not only you, but tarnish the reputation of the Patriots, which has already been sort of tarnished over the years anyways. They're the biggest meme during NFL season when it comes down to cheating. And now, when we should be still celebrating the Patriots beating the Rams in the Super Bowl, now you, you just took all that talk away. Because the Super Bowl just happened uh, this month. It was just a couple weeks ago. It happened. Three weeks ago. And we should still be talking about the Patriots and their championship over the Rams. We now got to talk about an old 77-year-old Robert Kraft going to massage parlor and getting oral sex. Not once, but twice in the 24-hour span. Shame on you, Robert Kraft. Look, I understand. Everybody got that. Uh, everybody needs that little touch every now and then. I understand that as a man. But when you're in a man in this position that you're in, where a bunch of people look up to you, not just rappers, not just celebrities, but just people, especially from the Boston area. That's a great guy right there, man. What a great family guy. What a, what a great guy to be around. A guy that loves his wife. A guy that loves his kids. I want to be like that guy. I respect that man. All that's gone now. Tarnish. It's gone. It's gone. Call it what you want. It is gone. I've got no respect for that man. I can care you you when you're in the, the need or the or the position of power like like he is. I understand everybody is human, but that right there is beyond human. It's getting to the point where it might be a little bit disgusting for most females, and I would not blame you if you feel like I don't want to talk about this. I don't want to listen to it because it's disgusting. Because not only are we talking about him going to massage parlor, but now we have sex trafficking going on. Could he be involved in it? It only gets deeper. And if it does get deeper, the NFL's got an issue on their hands where they should take control of it ASAP. Roger Goodell, if you ever hear this, and I doubt you will hear this until later on when I do get rich and famous, or just famous, uh, you gotta make it, you gotta do it, you gotta make a stand, you gotta do something. You gotta do something. This is embarrassing. It is embarrassing. Like I said, the lawyers can come out, but here's my thing. This is how I know it was real. Do you know who Robert Kraft is? He is a $6 billion man who owns the New England Patriots. If I'm law officers of the state of Florida in this thing operation, you better get this right. You better get it right. Because if you don't write, don't get it right, you're going to like Boo Boo the Fool. And guess what? They aren't going to put his name out like that unless they know they got him. They, they got the man. They got the man. They got him. This is embarrassing to the league. It's embarrassing, but mostly all to his wife. No, she's not going to leave, obviously. She's not going to leave. He's worth $6 billion. She's not going to leave that. And I'm pretty sure she knows he does that. That's rich, white, billionaire stuff. Or just... Rich people, black, white, Chinese, it don't matter. It, 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 anyone that's a billionaire, a lot of their spouses can you know, take the heat for bad stuff. So they'll just, you know, not worry about it, throw it under the rug. <laughs> they'll probably do that. It's a shame, though. The next time I see them smiling and waving to America, I'm like, nah, y'all not. Y'all just playing around. You guys are just playing around. 
You know, you fooled me once. I'm not being fooled again. It's the same. Six billion dollars. Come on, dude. You, you know, and to say he might have other girlfriends on the side. I mean, he's worth six billion dollars. He could pretty much do what he want to do. I understand that. But he is the exact guy I would think of to do some shady stuff like this. But I'm just praying on everything I love. He is not part of the sex trafficking deal. Because there's been sex trafficking going on in the area. You just never know. And that right there is a whole different story. That's where it becomes disgusting to men. Once you start doing those kind of things. That's when it starts becoming disgusting to a guy like me. Robert Kraft has got some issues, man. He's got issues. And now you kind of see the real guy. He's the real guy. Alright. So let's break down what what we would do. Well, what would I do if I was actually running the NFL? If I was Roger Goodell? Because I can tell you what he's going to do. Let's start off with that first. I know what Roger Goodell's gonna do. But before we get into that, if this were a player, an NFL player, he would not hesitate to suspend the guy for two years, take all his money, no pay. He wouldn't hesitate. It would come out today. I'm gonna read quote unquote. They basically said, with this situation going on, Robert Kraft, we will not discuss or do anything about it until we get further information from law enforcement. That, okay, that's kind of funny because that never happens when there's a player involved. You guys always make your assumption regardless. Like, it doesn't matter. Oh, but now it's one of the owners. So you're going to wait till law enforcement says what's right and what's wrong. And then you can make your decision. We're going to treat this like it's anything. Oh, no, you're, no, you're not. You're not treating it like it's anything else. Just from that statement alone. I'm sick of them treating the owners. I understand the owners are the bosses, but guess what? Bosses are human as well. Boss, bosses make mistakes. And when you make mistakes, you have to pay. This is what Roger Goodell is going to do. He's going to say, hey, we're going to suspend you for a year. Yep, that's, that's pretty much it. We're going to suspend you for a year. And here's why I get mad. I'm a big Saints fan. Sean Payton was telling little white lies about the Saints players hitting people a little bit too hard. And that's what you do in the NFL is hit people. I said, nah, we didn't have no, uh, you know, no bounty. Nothing like that. Not, not where we at. A little white lie. He gets suspended the whole entire year with no pay. But then you got a freak like like Robert Kraft, a 77-year-old freak who's doing God knows what in massage parlors for over 40-plus years probably. <laughs> and he's going to get one year. No, I'm sorry. Uh, oral sex, solicitation of prostitution, and maybe sex trafficking, that's got to be... Oh, that, that, that can't be. That got to be more than a year. But Roger Goodell going to say he's suspended for a year. We're going to suspend you for a year. That's what he's going to do. We're going we're gonna to suspend you for a year. 
You think a $500,000 fine is going to hurt Robert Kraft? $500,000 is chump change. He will literally grab $500,000, wipe his butt with it, and throw it into the nearest crowd and see how many people will go ahead and try and grab that money. I figure that's what, you know, billionaires do. <laughs> you know, I figure that. This is beyond me. Like what Ha Ha Davis would say, this is beyond me. When you're in the position that you're in, and you know you have to be extra careful with every move you you take, every word you say, you have to be extra careful to do some stupid stuff like he just did. That is mind-boggling. Mind-boggling. It's a shame. He should be a damn shame. So, Roger Goodell is going to suspend him for a year. We're going to suspend you for a year. This is what I do. The NFL, if you are ready for the national media or for fans to really take you serious, by God, you have to force Robert Kraft to give up being ownership of New England Patriots. You have to. You have to. This is if 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 it gets to where there's sex trafficking going on, you got to. You have to. I'm sorry. You have to force that man out. I'm sorry. Did the NBA not do this? With Sterling? With the Clippers? He was in there just blasting the N-word like it was regular. Like he'd been saying it for 80 years. Which he probably has. And the way he, he, he said those things. I don't know which one's worse. I'm, the sex trafficking is worse. It's worse. You've got to get Robert Kraft out of there. That is not a good look for the league. If the owner of the six-time Super Bowl champions, New England Patriots, is just willy-nilly soliciting prostitution, oh, he's got to go. That's an embarrassment. An embarrassment of riches to the league from top to bottom. When you thought it was just the quarterback and the head coach and the ball boys doing things, now you realize, oh, they probably got it from their idiot owner. Robert Crabb probably had all you guys full. But I tell you this, rich billionaires, rich white billionaires for the most part, because they're usually the only race that's actually rich uh, in the United States. Well, I mean, a couple of Asians come out there and they're rich too. But I'm just saying, those guys are usually the ones that are on some of the most shadiest stuff ever. The thing is, they never get caught because of the money. Never get caught. I'm pretty sure Robert Kraft has done this since he was 25. I'm telling you guys. And you know what? He, he's probably a regular. All those trips down to Miami every time they lose against the Dolphins in Miami. You know, he's got to let his frustrations out somehow. Let me just go to them soft problem. And he did it the day of the AFC Championship game. I can see when the game is over and you lost. Get your frustrations out, buddy. <laughs> but, but it was like 11 in the morning. It just tells you where his attention really was. He was really focused on that massage parlor because he had a game going on. In about six hours. The AFC Championship game. 
I, I don't get it. I really don't. I, I, I really don't get it, man. What an embarrassment. If I'm Roger Goodell, I'm finding a way to get this guy out of New England. This is not a regular rant. This is a, uh, uh, I mean, this is a rant, but it isn't one you're just like, okay, he's just, he's a fan, or, you know, let, let him just talk and get it out. No, this is a rant that all America needs to hear. We can't have a guy who does, does, does those type of things run a franchise where there are a bunch of women who support this franchise. There are a bunch of kids who support this franchise. A lot of those kids are female kids who support this franchise, who support the NFL. And their fearless leader may or may not be involved with sex trafficking. I don't know about you guys. I take this very seriously. I take it very seriously. It's an embarrassment, ladies and gentlemen. An embarrassment. And if you don't take it serious, then what kind of human being are you? I don't. I don't know what to say about this, man. This is. This is. This is crazy. When you thought you've seen it all in the NFL, you haven't. You're nowhere near it. You haven't seen it at all. When I thought that Ray Rice punching his then fiance right in the jaw dragging her ass out the uh dragging her out the uh elevator i thought i seen it all nah i we haven't now we got owners you know receiving oral sex massage parlors and getting caught doing it so i don't want to hear oh man a guy like robert Kraft, i never would have saw that please I believe all billionaires are doing it, some shape or form. Mostly, not I can say all of them. Let me stop saying all. There's a lot of good guys who are billionaires. I'm pretty sure there's at least three of them out there in the world. You gotta be kidding me though. This is embarrassing. If a player does this, a player he is he is done already. He is scrutinized by not only fans but his peers and to the owners. He is done. <laughs> He's done. I don't care who you are. You're done. You be if you did that, you might be suspended for a couple of years, especially if it's sex trafficking. So why is the owner a little bit different? Oh, because he's got a lot of money. Well, I'm sorry. I'm pretty sure there's somebody else who would love to own the New England Patriots. Pretty sure there's plenty of people. You got to do something drastic. You got to get them out there. They're not. The next best thing is to suspend them and say, hey, all the money for this year, next year, concession-wise, can't go to you. But, man, that's not about to happen. They need to stop that right now. You have to force them out of New England. Roger Goodell, this is your time to shine. When Adam Silver got Sterling out of uh, L.A., everyone around him applauded. Everyone. Now, it's a little different because the NBA is predominantly black. But still, they're still human beings. And as a human being, what Donald Sterling did doesn't compare to what Robert Kraft is doing if sex trafficking is evolved. He's got to go, ladies and gentlemen. I'm, I'm getting ticked off the more I talk about this, to be honest. Because human trafficking, sex trafficking is a big deal. 
and I think about my children, I pray to God that nothing like that ever happens to them. I pray to God for your children that nothing like that ever happens to them. I pray to God that you don't even you don't even be end up in situations like that. Because we're hearing rumors that the girls, they can't even leave out the parlor unless they have uh, some kind of male escort with them. So they're probably involved with something else. These are probably women who have been human trafficking or sex trafficking, and now they're just serving their, you know, employer's friends. That kicks me off right there. That means there's no compassion. You don't care. This isn't some random girlfriend on the side that he's got. No, it's probably an Asian woman who's probably part of a sex trafficking or human trafficking involvement. And you're helping those guys out by getting your pleasures from them. See how that sounds like? Could be your kids, could be mine, man. Pray to God, keep your kids safe all the time. Pray to God that you give uh, you know, strength and the bottom of wisdom to you, not only yourself, but your kids, your whole entire family. Because things like that, they, they, they just piss me off, man. They really do. Uh, we'll be back with more talk in just a few minutes, y'all. For a few seconds. Cowards Creations. Make sure you check out Cowards Creation for all your vinyl printing needs. They have shirts starting at $20, tumblers starting at $40, hoodies at $35, and license plates and decals starting at $15. Also, make sure you follow their Instagram and Facebook at Cowards Creation. For the hottest graphic tees in the city. That's www.cowardscreation.com. Again, that's www.cowardscreation.com. And also, Facebook and Instagram, at Cowards Creation. That's Cowards Creation, C-O-W-A-R-D-Z, Creation, C-R-E-A-T-I-O-N. Check out Cowards Creation for all your vinyl printing needs. Welcome back, all sports fans. This is Carlos Clayton, host of Uneducated Sports Talk, the podcast. Sorry about that rant for Robert Kraft. It just had to be done, you know. But we'll keep it with the Massachusetts, New England area. Talk a little Boston Celtics, NBA basketball. Kyrie Irving is in the news once again. Not for making references about the earth is flat. But he flat out said, no team can beat us four times in a series. So, I'm going to talk about who's really the best team in the East and break down why Boston should be concerned. Well, let's start off with this. I am not mad at Kyrie saying that. I actually applaud guys who have confidence. I don't care who you are in the NBA. If you speak positive about yourself, I'm always down for it. I don't care what the critics say. Media say, none of that. Teammates say, if you speak positive about yourself, I am all for it. Kyrie did that. He said no one can beat this team four times. And once he was basically saying we're going to the NBA Finals in the East, from, from the East. Not Milwaukee, not Toronto, not Philly, not Indiana. But here's where I kind of question that. Number one. Last year, we saw, with our own eyes, the number two seeded Boston Celtics basically not lose a home game at all in the playoffs until game seven of the Eastern Conference Finals to LeBron James. 
in the Cavaliers. Understandable. Here's my thing. You're not the first seed. You're not number two, number three. You're not even number four right now. You're the number five seed. If the playoffs started today, you'd be number five. Now, that could change very easily. And I did say, no matter what, they want to see Philadelphia. Because they have Philadelphia's number. But here's my thing. Last year, the Toronto Raptors was the number one seed overall. Well, you know, the Cavaliers took care of that in the second round. Which basically made Boston number two seed have home court advantage every single series. So when you have home court advantage and you do what you're supposed to do, win those first two games because you are, quote-unquote, the better team, number two, or you're the better, you're the higher seed, you're going to win those home games or you should win those home games. So they went up 2-0 in every series pretty much. And they say, you know what? You're not as tense on the road. So for those games three and four, if they still won, well, they were up 2 nothing. There's no, no pressure because you're the higher seed. And they felt that. All I'm saying is they're going to feel pressure in these playoffs from somebody. Philly, who I think the boss will beat Philly anyways. But I'm just saying they had to meet up with a team like Indiana. Say if Philly gets the three seed, Indiana goes to the four seed. That is not a team to take lightly. The Toronto Raptors at home. Don't take them lightly. The Milwaukee Bucks, the number one overall seed in the East, number one overall seed in the NBA. See, and that's great talk. But you guys last year, the Celtics, never were the lower seed. Never. So it was sort of easy. It was easy to play on the road being up 2-0 and to, you know, steal some games here and there on the road. That's easy. I don't want to hear about what Milwaukee can't do because last year we saw that they couldn't win on the road. Uh, They were the number seven seed. Number seven against Boston, number two. I mean, it's tough to win on the road, but that's why you play a regular season. And last year's regular season, Boston earned the number two seed which got them home court advantage throughout because Toronto was beaten in the second round. Well, fast forward to this year, Milwaukee is the number one overall seed and because they've done well in the regular season. Regular season does matter for playoff standings. I I feel it. I, I understand. Jason Tatum said, you know, we're going to win the NBA Finals. Kyrie said, no one's beaten us four times in seven games. In my opinion, Boston is the second best team in the East. And if 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 everything goes correctly on every situation for these teams in the East, I think Boston may be the best team in the East. But you play a regular season for a reason. We have roughly 60 games already in, and Boston's number five in the East. This isn't LeBron James saying, oh, we're just going to chill and relax because we know at the end of the day we're going to the finals regardless. Is it in that type of squad? Not the type of squad. So that's number one. You're going to face adversity once you get into the playoffs this year. And when I say adversity, I mean 
You're going to start the first two games off on the road. That can change anybody's mentality right there. You just going in there as the lower seed or the underdog. A lot of teams will see, oh, man, it'll be tough to play in this building. We got to win at least one. That's what God think. Guys don't say, let's, let's get both these games. They say, if we can just win one, we're good. See, it changed your mentality while the home team saying, we got to win both games. The regular season matters. It mattered last year. It's going to matter this year as well. If Boston gets the five seed, that means they're going to have, basically, if they got to face Toronto, Milwaukee, Indiana, or Philadelphia, first, second, and third round of playoffs, they're going to be on the road. Kyrie's a great closer. He's a great finisher. He is. He is. But, bring me to my number two. Kyrie wasn't there last year in the playoffs. Kyrie was a big reason why they got the number two seed in the regular season, but he wasn't there for the playoffs. This team jails different without Kyrie. This team moves the ball different without Kyrie. We talked on, on a couple episodes earlier. Brad Stevens is a player's head coach who can bring the best out of young talent. But he's never played with a superstar, in, as in Kyrie Irving. And it seemed pretty difficult so far. Let's just be honest. It's been a difficult task for uh, Brad Stevens. But nothing he can't handle or fix. Now, right now, Boston's on this losing slump, and that's bringing out the Kyrie Irving saying, hey, he got to beat us four times in seven games, and that won't happen. This team isn't, they're not gelling now. They have no reason to fear of the sixth seed. They're not going anything lower than five. But Kyrie wasn't there. Those guys turned into grown men in that playoffs, almost beating the uh, Cleveland Cavaliers. Almost. But this, this team with Kyrie, a little bit different function. Now, Kyrie can say what he wants because he is NBA champion, and I respect that. I respect anyone talking positive. But you weren't on that team last year, Mr. Irvin. You weren't. And this team isn't really gelling like it should. Now, can things change? Of course they can. There's still 22 games to go. That's more than a third of a season. They can change it, and they can change it very quickly. Will they? I'm not quite sure. I think their ceiling is the fourth seed. Excuse me, their ceiling is the third seed. They can pass up Philly and Indiana, but they're not getting number two or they're not getting number one. So it's basically saying you might be on the road the second and third round if things go your way. Can they win seven? Can they win four games out of seven against Milwaukee? Being the road team, that's totally different. I don't care who you have. Being on the road in the playoffs is the most difficult thing you could do in the playoffs. Very difficult. I respect what Kyrie is saying. But one, they will be underdogs in a series this year. And number two, Kyrie wasn't there. Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Tay Rozier were used to getting their minutes, getting their shots, getting their looks. Now with Kyrie coming into the mix and you add a healthy Gordon Hayward, guys aren't getting their minutes, aren't getting their attempts, aren't getting their shots, aren't getting their buckets, aren't getting their confidence like they should. That makes a big difference for the playoffs. And if these guys are still bickering, not not really arguing, but kind of getting on each other's nerves, Kyrie being the older guy all of a sudden, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown being the young guns, 
if they're kind of bickering, it's not going to solve itself in the playoffs. I promise you that. They're not that type of team to just turn it on and off like that. Not yet, anyways. I don't care if they play Philly in the first first round, home court advantage, no home court advantage. They're going to beat Philly. Philly just – Boston has their uh, number. That's just the God-honest truth. But if they have to mess, mess around the face, let's say they face the Pacers without a Victor Oladipo, that's going to be a tough matchup. Boston could be down in their series. They could be. So we'll see. I like the confidence, though. I love it. And if everything goes correctly, 100%, 100%, Boston is the best team in the East from top to bottom. We just haven't seen it yet. But if they do, Boston will be a dominant team. But if they don't click together, it's going to be a long season. And guess what? Be nothing dogs. You might just feel the pressure this year. That's my episode, episode 14 of Uneducated Sports Talk Podcast. Comment down below. How do you guys feel about the Robert Kraft situation? What do you think the NFL should do? And comment on the Boston Celtics. Are they the best team in the East? Will they go and represent the NBA Finals in the Eastern Conference? Let me know that. Uh, download the comments, all that. Uh, this is Carlos Clayton. I'm the host of Uneducated Sports Talk. All sports fans, episode 14. You guys know what time it is. Stay smart. Stay educated. Peace.